Welcome to the Messy Girl Hour, the podcast where we dive deep into all things health, wellness and personal development for the messy girl. Join us as we explore fresh perspectives on self-care and self-love, tackle tough topics like mental health and body positivity and share our own messy stories and experiences. I'm your host, Kishira. And I'm your host, Beck. We are passionate about creating a safe and fun space where you can feel at home and supported on your own wellness journey without the traps of comparison and perfectionism. A space we have so often needed as ADHD girlies working in the industries of wellness, fitness and personal development. Whether you're looking for tips on how to boost your mood, interviews with inspiring women or just some good old fashioned girl talk, this is the podcast for you. So whoever you are and wherever you are on your journey, come as you are and grab your favourite beverage, kick back and get ready to laugh, learn and grow with the Messy Girl Hour. Our podcast may contain discussions on sensitive topics that some listeners may find upsetting, including mental health, emotional upset and or trauma, sex, relationships and or other adult content. So please check in with yourself before listening, see how you're feeling and if you're not feeling up to it today, Give yourself some TLC and an extra hug and some love from us. We'll catch you in the next episode. Hello, girlies, and welcome back to the Messy Girl Hour. I'm your host, Kishira, and of course, I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, <laughs> Beck. Hello. <laughs> hello, hello. And we're joined by a super special guest today one of my best friends Denise is here um, and we're going to be chatting about all things women in business entrepreneurship uh, probably some fitness in there some health in there some spirituality in there and most excitingly we're also going to be talking about Denise's experience going on a reality tv show and just how that all played out how that affected you what you've learned from it and hopefully we will all learn and grow a little bit from your story as well because that's what this podcast is all about thank you for being here and i would just love you to share a bit of yourself with our beautiful Uh, thank you so much for inviting me girls i'm so happy to do this maybe we can inspire some people um yeah my Well, my name is Denise, I'm 32 years old, and I'm living in Spain for six years now, here in Orgiva. And I'm running a hotel business, I'm very happy to do that, I really like it. Also has a lot of ups and downs, of course, and a lot of difficulties. But um, yeah, I've learned so many things that I want to share. And um, yeah, I'm also very passionate about business, about animals. I have a lovely dog from a rescue center. And yeah, I would like to do more things with that too. I'm also passionate about fitness and lifestyle, wellness, like that sort of thing. Amazing. <laughs> We're so excited to have you here and so like aligned with like yeah. us, right? And everything that we talk yeah. about. That's yeah. why I wanted to We are so yeah. excited. That's also why I wanted to do this this podcast yeah. with you girls because it's about female empowerment and this is so important now mm. this time. And yeah, it's very important. That's why I wanted to do this. Yeah. And I feel like that's also been something that's like been very present for you through this whole journey right with like jumping right into the juiciness right like with the tv show the aftermath of it the way that like you were sort of treated uh online both in terms of not just like through the companies but also in terms of viewers and like the comments made about you um were often very informed by like being a woman right you wouldn't have been treated the way that you were treated if you'd been a man in fact yeah. 
the men involved weren't treated the way that you probably <laughs> were treated in the same way. Probably right? very true. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very strange, strange world. <laughs> the TV world. Yeah. It was not what I yeah. what I expected at all. Yeah. So no. so I guess I know that uh, Denise, you and I, we were on on this call, and I was trying to hold back from asking questions already. So I guess like a, a great place to start, if you wouldn't mind, is just kind of let's get like Kasha, let's get let's get straight in there. And would you mind just giving like a brief description explanation of what the show that you were on was about um if, yeah if that's okay yeah of course just it was about <laughs> um it's about um hotel business owners or bed and breakfast owners um from inside of europe and uh they're single they're running this business alone and they're looking for a partner so the tv show is looking for yeah uh, in my case for guys and they will send you the guys and then you will meet them you have to date them and then see if you have a click or if there's some love that's what it is mm. about yeah so obviously we probably got quite a lot of listeners in the uk um this is in yeah. holland right so denise is is dutch yeah uh and i think like from there as well just maybe a little overview a little story of that whole experience mm. you know of like kind of how come you went on the show and then what were you expecting from the show what was the reality from the show um and like yeah where it's taken you yeah so first of all um it starts very basic so when you apply for the show um you have to fill in some forms and then they will contact you and it's quite um simple the process and then um the basics is of course if you are chosen to to be on the show you have to sign a contract this contract is very important <laughs> because it's like the base of everything so i i read the contract and there was like some things that i was like that's really strange. So I asked them to take some things out of it, out of the um, out of the context, which they did, not everything. Yeah, that was also like the start of my intuition telling me like, it's quite strange that they ask for these kind of mm. things. Yeah, there was already, it started already a bit with some distrust and gut feeling that maybe something is strange in this ambience. I don't know. But I mm. decided to let it go and to try it anyway, because I can learn anything from it. And maybe meet the love of my life. You never know. That's something in it, like, as well, right? Like, one of the big pushes. We live in a very small town. Like, the dating pool is not extensive. <laughs> like, it is not abundant, right? So, like, you do, you went into the show very hopeful and, and like, very courageously mm. as well. Like, I felt like it was, like, a lot of vulnerability, resilience of, like, you were really in a place where you wanted to yeah. meet somebody um and went down this like super unorthodox route and it felt like this big adventure uh and you had those sort of early warnings that maybe it wasn't going to be exactly it seemed but yeah. yeah that weird gut feeling that you sort of were... yeah. yeah yeah that you can have yeah as a, yeah, yeah. We, we all have it but sometimes we choose to ignore it yeah yeah and in some cases that's good yeah not in all cases well in my case in the end now like looking back i'm super yeah. happy because yeah, everything I've learned so much and I would yeah. not have grown so much if I didn't do it. So I'm super grateful. But during the whole press, uh, process, it was quite difficult. Yeah. So so once you kind of started filming, did that kind of gut feeling that everything, something was a bit off, did that continue to happen? Were there more things that happened uh, that gave you that feeling as, as you were filming? Yeah, during the process, like my fears were confirmed a little bit in some situations. During the filming, it's like 
so intense. Like they film you for eight hours, between eight and 12 hours a day for three weeks. Wow. And it's very long. And now looking back, I think that's also like a way to make you more vulnerable, to make you more weak. No? Yeah, that kind of things. I didn't really like it. I really liked the team that I had there. They were great. They were hardworking and super nice to me. But yeah, sometimes you feel like hmm, it's a little strange. It's a bit strange. That was that was like part of like the difficulty, right? Is like I know we had a con. I, me and Denise saw each other yesterday because, uh, and we'll get onto this later. Denise is starting this project uh, with rescue animals and and feral animals, and I went over to help her give water to the animals mm-hmm. that she caught yesterday. And um, so one of the things that we sort of talked about and that you said is like how now in hindsight you feel like you were very naive going going into it because you really were super hopeful and I remember like at the beginning of filming as well like I also met the team like they were super lovely really lovely to you (laughs) and so I think that added to not to like no not to spoiler like down the line but that added to the sort of disillusionment and disappointment there was also a level of like you feeling quite betrayed because you did actually connect with these people what you you thought you connected on a personal level with these people and then it it kind of like chance to be honest that was for me like of everything the hardest part like the trust that you give in Mm. people that you think you can trust the people that are supposed Mm. to help you don't (laughs) the people Mm. Uh, the yeah. the companies the the associations no the it's very hard that that was the mm-hmm. most difficult part why I almost burned out also because that was that that came quite hard yeah yeah because I didn't expect it at all so so when you yeah. say you didn't expect it was that kind of like sorry was that like the long hours did they not tell you much about this was there anything else as you know any other have you got any other examples of things that you thought oh god you know as well as the long days and the, you know well with with the long days and the stuff i could um i could handle it but it was like i didn't notice that it was a way to manipulate i feel like now that it was a little bit manipulation because i see what they made of the show after it so when they right. aired it mm-hmm. it was like different than i expected how it would be like at the beginning it was all fine but in the end they they just put me like uh, they made me like an actor like i don't know it was not me like in mm-hmm. the end they have aired me like I'm some yeah. kind of yeah witch, <laughs> which I'm not in yeah in my opinion. So, mm-hmm. but that was the betrayal. Mm-hmm. That was very difficult to watch as your friend, um, and I think as well like it it what like <laughs> it was shocking. It was shocking because like I was with Denise through the whole process of like everything. Like I made I made her application video right <laughs> um, for the show, so I was like super like with her through the process. And then having met the team and everything, like it all felt like it was going to be very positive and that like it was going to be like an honest portrayal. Like, I don't know. It, it was very surprising as it came around. And I, and I do feel like there was like a lot of tropes were like kind of pulled on in terms of your portrayal. I feel like you were made out to be almost like a bit of a bimbo um, but also like a diva, mm-hmm. right? Like, and it's just, again sort of coming back to like where we started in terms of those like tropes that are weaponized against women specifically Denise is very ambitious and so then because of this she's like got to be like kind of a bit of a diva 
or like a spoiled brat and like also simultaneously portrayed as like vapid bimbo unintelligent which you're not at all and then not only did that happen like through the through how she was portrayed in the show but then there was a backlash of that in terms of how people like we're in the age of social media so it's not just in the media and like on the tv show and then in the media in the news Mm -hmm. but everyone's talking about it on twitter everyone's coming onto like your instagram account and leaving comments and Mm -hmm. you know so i'd love to hear like a little bit about that side of things for you like how do you feel that that you were portrayed and like what was it like having all of those people suddenly jump on your on your social media on your page it is very strange (laughs) i have to say that like uh suddenly people have an opinion about you which everyone can have their opinion but i prefer it be an opinion about a true person and this was like Mm. but this is not even me so I don't know. It was quite weird and strange at the beginning. I could handle it, but it was really intense also, I have to say. Like, the some things that you're, you're getting, like, uh, in DMs and stuff, it was, like, really hard. <laughs> like, really, yeah. um, say, so, so weird. It took me off guard. I was surprised, yeah, to be honest. Yeah, but I understand also some kind of opinions for the way that I was portrayed. So I understand it, but yeah. it wasn't nice for me because it's not the way it is. Or the way it went or and what what do you feel like specifically were the ways that you were portrayed to be that you don't feel are like relevant to who you are in reality like the things that you said before like that like a bit vapid shallow like a diva like uh, that kind of things so before i guess did you not have any idea what they were going to air until it was on until it was live, until it was on the TV, exactly. and then after that, was it was it released like weekly, or did did uh-huh. it kind of get yeah. worse, or did you try? Could is there anything you could do about it once one had been released, or how did that kind of go? At the beginning, it was fine. So they started very slow, mm-hmm. and um, in my case, because I all, always overthink and I'm very serious in the things that I do, they didn't really have any drama surrounding me because I'm not like that. <laughs> And I, I don't do a lot of drama. I just don't like it. So at the beginning, the show went very slowly. It's um, aired daily for seven weeks on uh, Videoland, which is the Netflix of uh, Holland. And then on the t- on national television as well. And what was it? Right. So, and so, so sorry, when, when was it that it started? Ah, to get weird. Seeing, oh, hang yeah. on, this isn't me. Yeah. yeah. This was like at the end part. Like the last right. week for so yeah. Well, during the whole process, it was uh, during the whole process, it was already like, it's weird, but okay, it's not so bad. No, it's fine. I don't mind it. Um, but in the end, it was like so in contra with who I am that it was like, why did they do that? Why did they change that? Like I told them so many things of what happened in reality, in the real thing. No, mm-hmm. why don't they? Uh, change that no why did I go for that way instead of my the real way (laughs) yeah but now I understand because it's just like how they wanted no they wanted to have this drama in my story because I didn't have any drama in my story so they made it so when the 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 episodes were aired and you thought this isn't me they've made me out to be someone that I really don't believe I am and I'm really not happy with this where do you stand were you able to speak to the TV (coughs) production company were you able to say no I don't agree with this 
where we where did you kind of go from there when these episodes were aired yeah when these episodes were aired i emailed them immediately because it's something mm -hmm. that i also discussed mm -hmm. with them at the end of filming and during filming that i told them some things and um well they just didn't do anything with that obviously because when it was aired i saw that they didn't do anything with my information so when it was aired, I sent them emails. We have a lot of phone calls about it and they were really like shocked because at that point, like all the, during the whole time I told them I have proofs of everything. You know, I have everything documented mm. on my telephone, on, um, on voice recorders and I have everything documented so I can show you, but they didn't ask me about this. So they didn't go mm. into my problem. They just made the storyline how they wanted it to be. And so I contacted them many times. They told me that I was right and that everything what happened was not good and it was wrong and that they were going to do something about it and that they were going to help me um, mm -hmm. to do my story or whatever. But we were just thinking like, um, we are going to find a way how we are going to help you. And then yeah. like after a few days, because I was super stressed about everything, after a few days, they just uh, sent me a very long email that uh, I should be happy with my followers on Instagram. <laughs> and that I uh, just um, focus on that and forget this. And yasta. And if I have any problem, I can contact uh, another company, which is not a company, but it's a association. It's like the ombudsman, right? Like one of the right. overseeing like ombudsman. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. The biggest one or the only one that we have in Holland. So everyone knows. <laughs> um, they told me to contact them and then nothing. They didn't want to help me any any more. Like and I think that this is this is like a really important topic. And again, like we're gonna have this crossover on here now of people dropping in from Holland, but like over in the UK, we've watched this play out after participants of Love Island, including one of their hosts. Mm -hmm. There have been really high rates of suicide posts like Love Island, right? Because people are not prepared for the backlash mm -hmm. that comes off the back of like being in a reality TV show and suddenly like blowing into the public eye. And I think this was something that for you was super shocking and that I like really yeah. identified with on a smaller scale. Like I went super viral and I know that we both said like, I had no idea that it was even going to affect me. Like I'm the kind of person where like I would say that I'm quite <clears throat> a strong character I'm quite marmite I'm not a stranger to people yeah. like misinterpreting me or even like disliking me like neurodivergent problems over here right but <laughs> like it is what it is and I just don't like I thought like I don't really care do you know what I mean like whatever like if I'm it, it, people can think what they want but when you're actually faced with the reality of constantly like seeing people like pick you apart from like physically to like what you're wearing to like you know whatever the way that you do things or the way that you express yourself or the way like it does eventually wear you down no matter how strong of a character you are and this mm. lack of support yeah has like really serious consequences like thank god like Denise is somebody that you are like very mentally strong and you've managed to like come out the other side of it and take the lesson lessons and the growth from this whole experience but it did really affect you to the point of like physically right like you really did have a really difficult time in the end post show no I did I did but like 
to come back on your how you think about it like the opinions from the people like how i look what i wear that things like for me it was the less important thing yeah like i feel like because yeah everyone looks different like what does it matter i don't care (laughs) i can do whatever i want no if i want to wear short shirts or my eyebrows because i had a lot of complaints about that like i didn't really care <laughs> it about was that so ridiculous me, as well it was now. even funny it was yeah. even funny to me i like, remember i could handle that i remember when you were like sh- like we had a conversation about it and i was like denise babe if the worst thing they've got to say about you is that they don't like how you do your eyebrows or that you wear crop tops like they're yeah. really, they're really <laughs> yeah. like clutching at straws to find something negative to say about <laughs> you. Like I would not even like stress on that. But what was exactly like, what what do you think it was then that was so difficult for you that affected you as so much? Yeah, the thing that that affected me so much was like the the aftermath with the companies. That was like the thing that really wore me down because I really expected mm. that they would be there for you and they would help you like mm. anyway, anyhow, how, no sé, yeah. that everyone is happy to be on the show, no, that you at least be helped. Like mm. they offer you uh, conversations with a psychologo. Mm. Like psychologo. a psychiatrist, like a psychologist. Yeah, they mm. offer you a conversation with a psychologist and uh, that's it. Like the rest, they don't care. It's like continue next. But if I have a problem, no, it's like you have to help me. Mm, And then like also you are you are you have signed a contract, so you cannot do anything yourself, neither. I tried to do things, but I couldn't. And yeah, that was like the hard part. And that's why I almost got the the burnout, because it was such a betrayal, in my opinion. Like because like also you do it for free. This show, you don't get paid for it. Mm. No, you enter mm. for free. And now I felt at the end like I was being in a some kind of drama series um mm. as a free actor. <laughs> like yeah. I just play the role. So so like it sounds like they they when you sent that first email, you know, they kind of owned up to what they done yeah. wrong yeah. and then yeah. just let go and so deal and with it definitely and, you and, someone else. and the assumption yeah. right that people are going onto these shows because they're like seeking fame or they're seeking like followers on social media and it was like that was the attitude mm. like you should just be grateful Denise doesn't give a fuck about Instagram followers like that was never no, like the exactly. motivation like she doesn't care about social media she also doesn't need it do you know what I mean it's like she's already running a business she's already has like her career like she was never interested in doing like brand deals or whatever you haven't even you barely even posted since you're like you post less on instagram since gaining a following than you did before <laughs> when you just yeah. had like your friends True. and family right um yeah yeah so it was just like the lack of support and then it was like well you should just be grateful and you should be thankful and it was and, and you were like for what like yeah 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 so so exactly. when you for, the, contact... for this shit that you put me in yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah also like it went worse at the end because i um like there was interviews i made i did make some posts about this but i couldn't say so much because i had a contract obviously mm-hmm. so i did try to explain a little bit my situation because i was the only person that was not speaking and that was not invited to any shows uh on television because of this problem that i had well, no, that we had, uh, to be honest, because it was an us problem until they didn't like the us problem anymore and they wanted it to be a you problem. <laughs> Here you have it. And because you're so small, 
like as a one person mm. against so many so, such a big company to be honest mm. like because i also feel like the the um, the production company and the associations uh is it's it's all one like the media on the television it's all one company and they all talk with each mm. other and yeah it's it it's not worth it well no yeah that's not really true it is worth it because i've learned a lot <laughs> so when you contacted the this these people that the production company gave you, the ombudsman, how did you go about that? Where did it kind of go from there? Did you contact them and try and, you know, speak with them after? Yeah, I did. I did. I, well, first you have to call and they are supposed to respond very fast, which they didn't. So this is like mm. also a problem in my opinion, because it's for the, it's from the government, no? the, this ombudsman. Mm. And yeah, they, so they, they, they responded me after two days. Mm. <laughs> which with me like my problem that I had was like it was a problem but it was not such a big big problem no but it was just it was a problem it was something that they mm. had to fix yeah um mm. uh, but if you have really a big women's problem like to say no if you have like something really 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 bad happened then you should be able to talk with them immediately mm. or at least yeah. in one day they didn't answer me we um I made uh no how do you say it I write them. I wrote them also emails. I called them many times, like 16 times. I didn't pick up the phone. Um, then in the end, I did speak with them. Um, and they told me like, they can try to do some things. Um, uh, I told them the whole story of everything that happened. Um, they were supposed to get back to me. They, they did. And then suddenly, because I made a post about, um, about them as well, like you have to call a lot, but you have to try more, no, to call because it's mm. not, they don't respond immediately, but don't forget to let them hear your voice because it's important for the industry. Mm. So you have to mm. continue. And they were like, yeah, after I made the Instagram post about the, how everything went in the TV show, like that is not reality and to give them some advice. And but I kept everything very positive because I had to for my contract. And, um, they made like a lot of, uh, they made a big thing about this in, uh, in the news and everyone was speaking about it. And then suddenly I saw that they interviewed, um, the ombudsman. Is the ombudsman? I think so, yeah. An ombudsman, yeah. Yeah. So they, they could not get in contact with me because I decided not to do any interviews anymore. So they contacted the ombudsman and I saw that they were speaking um, with each other because they told them exactly how many minutes we have been speaking, which was ridiculous because they told, like, they have been speaking for uh, 76 minutes. And like, like, I'm like no how confidentiality does the media know in terms of something like exactly. this is somebody so my... that's meant to protect you in terms of like the industry exactly. of media and then they're feeding information to the media which by the way was also utilized like in the smear campaign of once again here's denise being a drama queen being a diva not even worse even worse being a yeah. terrorist being yeah. a terrorist yeah <laughs> It was so wild. <gasps> so yeah. out of oh all my of this, gosh. like now, you know, I would love to put like a bit more emphasis and energy on like the after and like you as a person and actually sharing like who you are with the world outside of this show and what life looks like now. So segueing into that, I would love to hear what you would have loved to 
to have been different what would you want to see for people like in your situation in the future mm. what do you think is needed in terms of these industries um to better support people coming out the other side well that that starts also at the beginning like already uh, after you sign up that they help you with the contract no explain you everything what is and what it means and like to help you with that stage so that you know what you're signing into also that they are honest with you because they were not honest with me they told me it's going to be real reality show you don't have to worry about it you're just going to be on the television like you are and that was not the case so also that they must say before um airing a show that it's called reality show but it's not really reality because they can't no? maybe they cannot i don't know but they have to tell people that because people think that it's really reality which is not the case um yeah and also that that like the companies of like the ombudsman that that it's really an outside company that it's not in in contact with the media because it doesn't make any sense like that should mm. be changed as well because mm. that's very bad and also that the production company takes things seriously if someone speaks to you about something like some things that mm. happened that were not comfortable comfortable that they ask you more about it and they ask proofs and they know that they are like more interested in how it went really and what the real story is because now it seems like they just don't care what the real story is mm. they just want juice and they just want mm. like that it's like exploding mm. so if they they should be more honest mm. in this business which i don't think it will change soon but maybe yes because like some of the companies that I'm talking about now already have some problems with this, like from more people. So I think maybe there's a change coming mm. and I really hope so mm. because that will be a lot better. Mm. And I think the really wonderful thing is like that yeah. whilst this was all mm. going on, like you never lost, like you never let them beat, beat you down in terms of like your truth, who you are, like, and you stayed grounded in yeah. terms of like, like I know what is true and I know who I am and you move forward with that and I do think that even yeah. though there was like a lot of negativity that obviously did also resonate with a lot of people and you've got some incredible people following you now on your social media and like loads of really wonderful women and you've shared know, with me so yeah. many times how grateful you yeah. are for them and how beautiful they all are and how wonderful they are so I would love now to like make make a little yeah. bit more uh for those for those women right that are in that are supporting you like yeah like what have Amazing. you learned from this yeah. like what has come to you in time like what is the wisdom that you have learned from this process that you would like to share with other people well like when you are on a reality tv show you're going to get a lot of opinions of people and like a lot of them are bad and like at the beginning you just see the bad things i think i feel like and like now lately I've been reading all the messages that I got and all the the responses on my post because I, I didn't really want to at that mm. time because I was so disappointed. And now I'm reading any everything and it's so beautiful, like all these women supporting me and being so nice and so lovely. And it was really amazing to see that, like that there's also a really big side that's really good and a lot of lovely people mm. like out there. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's very important to know that as well. Yeah, so the, the lessons that I learned like are a lot. Like, first of all, you have to trust your intuition, trust the mm -hmm. gut feeling that you have. Um, also, that there's a lot of lovely people in this world that will support you and that you will always have negativity and that that's absolutely fine. Like, no problem, because it's not the reality of who you are. As long as you know who you are mm -hmm. and you're loving and you're sharing and you're helping others and you're empowering other people, like, 
you're fine. Like what else, whatever anyone says, like it's not so important. You will find people with the same principles, uh, the same focus and the same energy level that will support you and that will help you through everything that you go through. There's, there's two things that I kind of just wanted to come back to quickly, if that's okay. There's two things that you mentioned that are quite, for me, seem quite linked. When you said um, that you decided at one point to not uh, not do another interview, to stop doing interviews, and also you mentioned just just now about the fact that you've only just actually recently read some of the comments on your social media, where because I think that's like very very inspiring, and you've, there's obviously an amazing amount of strength in you to be mm. able to do that. Where did that come from? Like where? How were you able to find uh, where the strength or make the decision to say no? I'm not doing any interviews anymore, and almost like protect yourself at the time, I guess, from reading those comments. Regarding to the interviews, I didn't want to do that anymore because the last time they asked me at the end of the shows, and I had all these problems with them, um, they asked me to do an interview. And then they decided to put words in my mouth, like the things that right. I have to say or the things that I cannot say. <laughs> so then I was like, but then I'm going to be like so weird and it's going to be so strange. I'm not going to do that, the interviews anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not going to be anyone else that I am. And I, if I'm going to do on, be on an interview, I'm going to say whatever I want to say. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't. So I was like, I'm not going to do that anymore. That was regarding to the interviews. And then when it comes to the opinions and the, the, the feedback on Instagram and social media and Twitter. Um, with Twitter, I learned very fast that you should not look at it <laughs> because it's garbage. Like people mm-hmm. make memes and I didn't, I didn't want to do it because it's just negativity. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to cut out all the negativity. So I just said, okay, Twitter, I'm, I don't even have an account of Twitter. I'm not going to download the app. I don't do anything with it. And then when it comes to Instagram, obviously I posted some things and yeah, I like in Instagram, you can block some words. So I did block some words. Mm. I didn't know you could do that, but I learned it as well. (laughs) So I did block like very weird words. So people could not comment that anymore. And then I was like, okay, I'm I'm just going to post my things that I want and just uh, share the things that I want. And then, yeah, this is how I am. And Mm. I don't know. Yeah. I just wanted to be authentic and be myself on my Instagram at mm. least. It's very inspirational that you were able, you know, that you had the strength to do that. Because I think, I imagine, I think, you know, I mean, obviously I've never been in that situation, but I would I would imagine that I'd not want to look, but look, be looking, mm. you know, it's, it's, I find it. Very, I also, very I also, I, I also mm. asked like some kind of friends or family, like my sister-in-law really helped me with everything. Uh, during this time so she helped me with writing and with like uh, how to say things because sometimes I found it quite difficult because I was so out of myself Mm. like at that Mm. time because there were so many it had so much impact Mm. Um, so she also filtered a little bit like she told me like this is what they say like you're doing good so that was for me it was enough I didn't have to know Mm. anything else Mm -hmm. and I I feel like you like you're somebody that like for you authenticity and like staying aligned with your values and your morals is always is always has always been like priority for you long before the show um and I feel like this whole process has been just another like uh like another layer of like consolidating that right it's been like another test in Hmm. life of like I stick to who who I am. I stick to my truth. I stick to my authenticity. I follow my own like morals Absolutely. and my values, yeah. and nothing I lose or mm-hmm. any consequences I face 
as a result of that those fundamental truths just aren't anything to do with me yeah. anyway right and I'm very I'm very happy and grateful for everything like now I look back and I'm super grateful and happy for everything that happened because sometimes you're in, in a situation and that you're like why the hell did it happen like this no and why why like I don't understand like it it's been so hard and why and then now looking back I can see why mm. things happened like the way they went like you see the lesson that you learn from it which is very important for my future life like the lessons that I learned which I'm going to take in the next steps of my life in entrepreneurship with people mm. like with everything in my life so everything has a lesson in it like even if you have a very negative situation you will find the lesson mm. eventually mm. And I do feel like those things, it's Amazing. like that they feed into one another, right? And I do think that one of the things that probably prepared you quite a lot for the show and like the backlash of the show is like your intro, your life of entrepreneurship up until now. I know I've watched you grow the business, and like if you're one thing, it's like tenacious. Like Denise has so much staying power. And like I, one of the things that I admire most of, most about you, definitely in terms of business, is how you will like give it a try, and if something doesn't fucking work, you're just like, cool, lesson learned, on to the next, right? And that like you're very mm -hmm. like you yeah, have like definitely. a really quick like uh, like you pick yourself up, you dust yourself off, and you're on to the next like very rapidly. Whereas I've often really struggled with that like when something doesn't work it's like in the past I used to take it really personally and I'd like get really down and it would take me a lot longer to kind of recover and like build mm. up the courage to try again whereas like you don't personalize it you're just like okay mm. lesson learned right great I take the information that's useful on to the next right and I'm sure that that probably yeah informed like how you managed with the show mm. I like to be honest i love making mistakes i love it like to be honest i just i can't like i need mistakes in my life how else am i going to learn things so every time i think something i just do it and then if it's a mistake bueno okay i can take the lesson but if it's good perfect as well no i i don't think mistakes are bad like at all they're so so good <laughs> to yeah. do and to make them yeah definitely make mistakes <laughs> it's so important yeah. because you will grow yeah. but like what you said I like I, I get over mm. things very quickly normally this is the case but like with the tv show mm. it took me six months mm. eh? <laughs> I th mm. yeah so until now now I like until like a few months ago I was yeah. like yeah I, I, I was very mm. in a bad place so like if it's super intense and I have too many things at one time and the lesson is so big <laughs> then it takes mm. me to recover also a lot of time and again it's also very important in this kind of cases that you give yourself the time give yourself the mm. time to heal give yourself the time to reflect and to look back and to cry and to be sad and to be like not mm. as energetic as you normally are or like give yourself mm. the time to recover it's like so normal and it's it's better to have six months like doing nothing absolutely nothing just sitting by yourself like don't mm. feel guilty about that like everything has to be so fast and like you, you obligate yourself to do so many things like every day. And oh my God, they are like so far in life and I need to be there too. Mm. Like, no, you don't because it's not your process. Like you will get there like step by step. And if you have a step and you fall down, you just wait there mm. until you can go up again. But like poco a poco, step yeah. by step, don't rush things. Like 
give yourself the time to heal and also like that like it's true even when we're not going through hard times right it's like maintaining the balance of life that's also gonna support your wellness because at the end of the day when we fall too deeply into that sort of like hustle and grind that is sold to us like on social media particularly around entrepreneurship right is that like you might be like going for it going for it going for it but then if you're like burning out every like three months because you're pushing too hard like you would probably be more productive if you just had a lifestyle that was more sustainable for you right exactly yeah. Yeah. and so like because yeah. I think that's something that you also do very well yeah. in your life because you are actually quite uh both of you actually are quite like sort of type A's in terms of like you're both very early risers you do like you get up you go both of you mm. go dog walking <laughs> like early in the morning um and <laughs> like you have you have a good routine you have a good structure in terms of your life and in terms of your your both your work life and your personal life but you also like you'll have like Denise you have your sister like almost every day you will completely mm-hmm. give yourself mm-hmm. space to rest when you need to at the same time exactly yeah, but like what can be good for us, like for example, what you said, like get up early, work, blah, blah. It doesn't have to be for everyone also. Like just look what you're, what's making you happy. Like if you want to, to get up later, no problem. Like as long as you're happy, like the most important is like that you're happy Absolutely. because then you will be most productive and you will be most yeah. like uh, close to yourself. And that's the most important for me. I'm close to myself if I get up early, walk mm-hmm. with Joey, do some training. No, but that doesn't have to be for everyone. Like, find your own way. Like, what what's ha- what's giving you energy? If it's staying uh, into bed like longer, no pasa nada. You go do things more in the night, or it doesn't have to be like. There's no fixed plan of how to be successful. Yeah, just follow mm-hmm. how you are. Yeah, I think that's so. It's like a breath of fresh air to hear that kind of thing because mm-hmm. so much out there in in the media is, you know, a successful the meaning of success is get up don't sleep work 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 people you know I mean I know I've done this before putting on social media oh my god it's been the longest day at like 1am in the morning Mm -hmm. haven't stopped working as if it's a yeah if it's necessary yeah yeah like people should like oh my god she is working her ass off and actually not long ago me and Kasha were, were speaking about this and I made a decision to actually say to myself right from because my kind of morning routine usually finishes about nine ish and that's I really enjoy that and then I said to myself right I'm gonna work from half nine till half two and I was so productive Mm -hmm. within those hours and usually that work that I managed to get done in those hours it could sometimes take me until 6 7 p.m but because I'd said right you know enjoy Mm -hmm. myself in the morning yeah just yeah just crack on for five six hours I was so much more productive because sometimes yeah. I think you find things to keep busy. Yeah. Busy body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's really... You like busy body through yeah. productivity. No, it's really good to watch these things, like how other people do it and how... Because I also look at other people. Like I really love to see like uh, successful stories of big entrepreneurs and are doing like big business. I want to do what their routine is because I want to try and implement it in mine. And sometimes it works, but sometimes it doesn't. Like, it doesn't have to. So it's good to look at it, try it. If it's working for you, perfect. If not, try something else. And I think that, like, that is something that has, like, served you so much. Like, again, coming back to, like, your fearlessness in terms of, 
like making a mistake put yourself back up like take the information and like I hope you don't mind me sharing this like we can take it out if you do but I remember like uh last year there was a point where you were you were actually doing like an uh starting like with a new structure of things and you were putting a lot of energy and work into your growth in terms of an, uh, being a businesswoman and an entrepreneurship and one of the things that you did is you sent out an email to like all the people closest to you your mm -hmm. friends and family and you asked them to share with you what they felt were like your top strengths but also what they felt were your top weaknesses that held you back and you were like please like be mm -hmm. brutally honest share the truth of what you think there's no right, wrong answers the more honest you are, the more it's going to serve me. Because if I know what I like, what, where I need to work, then I can actually do exactly. something about yeah. it. Right. And it was so <laughs> badass. <laughs> like, oh. it was so. <laughs> I really, I really like, like yeah. I really, really like to, to uh, do like self development and stuff and like to be a better person. Also for my friends and family, which are the most important people in my life. And I want them to be happy to have me as well. So that's why it was very important for me to know how they feel about me. Like, what is the things that they think I don't do so well or that I am like bad at? Because then that it will be something that I would like to work on for my friends and family because I love them so much and I don't want to lose them. Like, it's very yeah. important to me to be like self. Um, how do you say that? To be self aware. That you, yeah, it's very important to me to be very self aware and to yeah to continue to grow really as a person and to be better mm. because we are not long in this world eh? like so when like, when you did that i'm really interested was it the responses that you got were they what you expected or were there any like oh i was i wasn't you know, <laughs> kind, no, you know oh. yeah uh they were like really positive but i think that was because it's like my family and friends so i think they still hold back a little cash wrote me a really nice email and uh, like a, a few others as well but like uh, it was not super harsh or something. Maybe it's because they don't, they didn't know anything like super harsh. But some things was like, okay, yeah, I know, I can change that a little bit. Maybe, yeah, I agreed with them. Like sometimes I can be very impatient, for example. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I was very yeah. honest. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I was very. It's honest. good to be honest yeah, because, right. like, that's the most important thing mm -hmm. to be. Yeah, like to to make adjustments in your mm -hmm. yeah and how you treat the people around you that are most important to you wow yeah i might i might i might take that uh, piece of <laughs> advice and give that one a go it sounds a really interesting thing to do i read it Definitely, in a book i, I read this... it i read it in a book like to do something like that but i don't remember the book if i know then i will tell you <laughs> yeah please yeah i'd be really interested because i think that's definitely something that is important in a self-development process isn't it you want to be faced with the you know the truth of exactly who you are to everyone how yeah I think it's because you can then <laughs> see right well I want to take that on board what they've said how can no. I grow with this how can I learn from this to make you a better person yeah yeah and to be really the person that you want the, the, and to be the yeah. person that you want to be in the end like I want to be yeah. like a really good friend so mm. I need to know what are the parts that I'm missing <laughs> what are the things that I'm doing wrong it's important to mm. know what are like your biggest like pieces of advice to other women in business do you know um yeah so if you are in doubt just do it <laughs> because you can try and you can fail and then you will learn or it can be good mm. and you will succeed like and also it's mm. very important because as you said like from the beginning it was like very very difficult i didn't speak spanish um i came here with no one i was alone 
And yeah, it was quite hard because I was only working with a lot of people that um, were also not honest with me, <laughs> like uh, in regards to money and uh, the work that they did and like the materials that they used. I didn't know a lot of things. So um, the lesson that I learned is that you really need to, if you are going to a foreign country to work or make a business, learn the language first because it will open many doors mm -hmm. and people will be have more respect for you, to be honest. Also, as a woman, it's quite difficult because you work with a lot of men. <laughs> like um, sometimes still in this time and age, they don't really take you seriously. Also, because at that time I was uh, 26, so they didn't really take me seriously also. And I didn't speak the language. So first of all, if you're going to do it in a foreign country, learn a language like with people, it's quite difficult to see if they're honest or real with you or like, um, it's quite difficult to see. And I still have problems sometimes to see it. It's really difficult to see if people are trustworthy or not. Like my advice in that would be uh, just be your, stay your authentic self, be trustworthy yourself, give what you want to receive. And in the end, you will see or you will feel in your energy or in the energy that's with the people, like if it's a good choice or not. But just give it your all. Don't hold back like I am going to be like very protective of myself because I've been hurt so many times and I have been like, don't do that. Don't go in the same energy as that they have. Like it's like very low energy mm. and it's very important to stay in your own high energy and just be loving, be positive, give energy, give love. And if they fuck you over again, poiesta. like you learn a new lesson about a new person and you can continue your life. Mm. Like also you stay in your own authenticity always, like no matter what, no matter how many times you have been hurt by people. Um, that was the second. Do I have more advice? Uh, oh yeah. Also that um, like I have many times I had the idea to just go back to Holland, <laughs> give up the whole project mm -hmm. because it was too difficult and there were too many problems. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes it just takes time. No, what I said before also, you have to take step by step. And then you go three steps mm. back and then you have to go again, step by step by step. But then you will get one further. <laughs> then maybe you go three back again. Mm. Then you go further. It took me, so like you said, um, almost four years, four and a half years to be successful, like in this business. Mm, now I have that. So it took me a long time. It's not like, okay, I'm going to do this mm. and everything is going to be perfect. No, like keep trying. Keep trying, keep learning, keep learning. And that, that's been like one of the biggest lessons that I've learned from you as well. Like we've always, we talk a lot on the podcast about ADHD because we both have ADHD, right? And one thing that I feel very related for me personally to ADHD, but one of my biggest challenges in business has been this like lack of patience. Yeah, and very important. How, like, yeah like I want everything to be a success like instantly yeah. and like to me a long time is like six months right and if something yeah. isn't a booming success within three to six months I could I could get really disheartened and I could really get hard like not just like feel like the business idea itself was a failure but that I was a failure and mm -hmm. um, I would like be on this constant um trajectory of like go 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 and then like crashing in motivation in like self-esteem in belief in my ideas and belief in myself which is much more manageable since I've gone on ADHD medication because I think that I do have more of a sense of delayed gratification now than I did when mm -hmm. I was like constantly dopamine chasing but watching your journey with your business was was like a big wake up to for me in terms of like wow like six months is not a long time in business like 
no not at all things are really if things have not improved at all at the five year mark then maybe you need to like start questioning but like six months is fucking nothing you need to like like you need a little bit more staying power cash like yeah get in there and so i would love to hear like your take as well on how you made those executive decisions in terms Mm -hmm. of knowing when you need to apply more patience and knowing when you need to try something new and try something different i think it's important that if you have like if you are in this like downfall and you don't know if you made the right decision you're insecure you're doubting like it's a good moment to be patient like first of all with yourself like first go back in your cave just meditate or take hikes listen to like soft music uh, go into nature cuddle with your cats or with your dogs like really get back to yourself and like what is important to me is this something that i really want to do do i believe in this project still like is it mm. um does it fit with my energy does it fit with who i am like if it's still yes you should definitely continue if you feel like i don't think this is for me like and you feel it in your gut like you feel like it, everything with this project says no to me like i never mm. had that with this project Like I always knew that it was patient and that I had to be patient because I knew inside that I could do it and that I could make it a success if Mm. I would only, and then I started to make more, uh, I got more ideas to do or to try again or to just get back, sit with yourself, sit with the problems that you're facing. Is it something that you cannot avoid and it's not your project? Just accept Mm. it and find for the thing that does suit you and that does fit with you because some things just don't fit and you have to accept that as well like you know it inside Mm. yourself if you want to do something or not or if the energy says no but if it's just like problems that you're facing like that everyone else faces like that's normal phases of life that you have ups and downs then just go with it and continue and be patient because it will be fine like keep in mind your end goal visualize it and just go for it step by step again like you will have step backs and then again forward be patient it will get you will get there if you believe it wow so at the point if you did get that feeling of no this just isn't what i want this just isn't right for me this is just shouting no at me at that point i've been in a similar situation and i kind of something that i would say is i think god well i've come this far i shouldn't let myself down i should i should carry on like I should keep pushing myself. Like, what kind of advice would you give to someone in that position? Go uh, meditate with yourself. Just visualize okay. the situation. Uh, just see how you want it to be. Like, if it's something that you see that it could be good, then do it and just be patient. But if you see, like, it doesn't feel good, like the energy is yeah. off, you can feel it in the vibrations, no? Your body gives yeah. it, it's in the air, like energy is everywhere. So if you really feel inside your gut feeling that it's not supposed to be with you and that it doesn't matter, like you try to give your all, take the lesson out of it for the next project okay. that comes. That's it. Yeah, and I, I think that. as well, like yeah. with, with that, it's like, it, even if you've dedicated a lot of time into something, like then it was for the lesson, not necessarily exactly. the project. But if you yeah. know... It's like, not a failure. No, and if you know that it isn't for you and you stay in yeah. it when you know in your That's like worse. you know worse. in your gut yeah. that it's not for you, yeah. you're gonna waste more time. Yeah. You're gonna exactly. waste yeah. more time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like exactly. save yourself the time and go, okay, yeah. It doesn't it doesn't matter. Like when I was younger and I was eighteen, 
Um, I also had like businesses, I made businesses and I was thinking this is going to be a success. I was super happy and like, not at all. <laughs> In the end, I couldn't do it. It was too much and I, it didn't fit with me anymore. So it's also fine mm -hmm. to just uh, let it there. Keep in mind, take your lesson and continue and find something that fits with you. Mm. That's amazing. Yeah. That, yeah. Like you're you not, say, you're just not, find you're, a lesson from claro, it. Yeah. You don't have to, you're not going, I'm going to make it more clear. You're not going to get it good and right the first time with the first project that you have because mm -hmm. it's the first. So mm -hmm. you don't know anything else yet. So if yeah. you have to let it go, just continue. Keep searching. Mm -hmm. I, wow. I would love to know now, like what's next for you in 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 business right like the hotel is doing great you're booked and busy you've kind mm -hmm. of done all of the things that you wanted to do right like you've done all the renovations that you wanted to do you have everything kind of in 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 line uh yep. i think that you're pretty ready for like the next thing now um because i feel like what you're most passionate about is that like that building phase of a business right like once the business has mm -hmm. like reached the point of success then it's yeah. less fulfilling to me more <laughs> yeah like you actually enjoy the building process right yeah so yeah obviously i know that you're not like you know it's not going to be tomorrow but what what are you kind of thinking about next what are things that you're considering in terms of your next moves in business that's very interesting um I uh, I really enjoy startups. That's really true. I love to make companies mm. and to see how things work. And to like I said before, I love to make mistakes. I love to fail and to try mm. again. And I also love to succeed. Like but like from the lessons you learn, and I love to grow uh, in entrepreneurship. That's why I love startups as well. Um, now uh, with the hotel, I'm still working here because uh, I put it for sale. It's not sold yet, but uh, yeah, I think it will be sold this year. I hope. And then um, when it's sold, I like, really, I don't know. And it's very interesting for me. For the first time, I give myself the time to think about it. Mm. I want to travel. This is what I do know. I want to travel a little bit to see the world and to see like how in other countries far away are like in business wise, how they treat people, how people are, the cultures. Mm. I want to learn that, see it and maybe make a new business around that but here in spain i would love to mm. stay in spain uh so that's a thing for sure that i'm going to make a new project what it is i'm not sure yet so maybe it's going to be with startups maybe it's going to be in consultancy of businesses uh maybe it's startup of hotels um I think they need to be yeah. amazing. Need to get some motivational doing... speaking. Yeah, <laughs> motivational speaking and Aww. like consultancy. Like I think that you would be such a good like business mm. consultant because mm. because you have like a, you have that that staying power and that like resilience to mm. yeah to like the downfalls and stuff that I feel like so many people are missing in business and and I think that so many people are fearful to even try let alone yeah like m carry on trying once like something hasn't worked out and you're great at telling people what to do I think that you will just like be a duck to water in consultancy I definitely and I, and I hope that you do <laughs> you both <laughs> yeah like I, I do I think I, I've said this before and I hope that you do come back to social yeah. media and share more of your story I think that you have like a really strong voice in terms of like women in business 
and I think that you have a lot to teach to people. So I, I hope that you, I hope that you. There need to be yeah. more. There need to be more women in business. Yeah. So important. And we are so much more like on energy level, like so much softer. Yeah. Like and more loving. And we need to share that. Also teach the men how to do it because I know a lot of men want to do it and want to be like that as well. But like it's difficult in this world mm. to do that. So we have to teach them girls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Honestly, it's hearing the, some of the things that you said today it's in you say them in such a gentle way but it's mm -hmm. so it with so much confidence just like yeah you learn you learn a lesson from absolutely everything I need lessons and it it's that there's been a lot of wow moments for Aww. me of things that you've said I'm sure. so happy and, and I think a lot that. of people yeah I think a lot of people that are listening as well you know will will definitely Take it doesn't a lot matter. away from this. Yeah. yeah a lot do, away. do, do feel. Doesn't matter. Mm. It's perfect. Perfect mm. to feel. Mm. <laughs> See it as a as something that you have to be grateful for. I'm super grateful yeah. for my failures. Mm. Definitely. Like just do it, girls. Like make your business, try it. If it's not with you, you will find out. You will learn. Mm. You will find something else. And you're not in a hurry. You have time. Be patient. Yeah. It will come to you. That's what yeah. I'm thinking now for myself as well. Like I always was like, I need to have my own business again. Like after this, I need to uh, make a new business, new business. Like th mm. that was the only thing in my mind. But now I've learned like to just sit with it, relax. It will come. It mm. will come. I just have yeah. to do what feels good for me at this moment, mm. which is like uh, work in the hotel, uh, look around, travel, mm. um, and just doing things that, make me happy like for example now with the animals i'm uh, trying to help like associations here in spain with cats to get them sterilized yeah. um it's a really lovely project i just released four cats here in the street again which i'm super happy to do mm. um but also like like also a lot of things like you you for example with this case like i was like how am i going to do that catch the cats uh, contact with associations how am I going to get the money mm. um, how am I going to start something like that and like sometimes you think it's such a big process like and it's so mm. difficult and you see all these like problems 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 or things that you have to overcome and then you try it you do it and it's not so difficult mm. like you can like actually do it mm. I wanted it I had it in my mind and then within three days I catched four cats and I released them today. And I never expected oh. that mm. like one week ago mm. because then my mind was like, how am I going to do that? Like, I don't know anyone who does that here. I've never done it before. And now I'm like, well, that went right, quite good. I think I'm going to do it again. Mm. So it's like one step at a time. Yeah. I'm just, just taking just that. See what happens. And like taking that step. leap, right? And I think that particularly in terms of, well, yeah, of course, mm. in terms of business, but also in terms of like this project that you're working on now with like catch and release the cats like where we live there is a really big problem in terms of straight animals right cats and dogs but cats is like mm. they breed so much <laughs> that so we just have colonies of feral cats like everywhere all over the place and the government yeah. won't do anything about yeah. it like they won't do anything about it in no. neighboring villages they have catch and release schemes that are literally supported by the government and like are our government won't won't do it so it is coming down to associations mm -hmm. and literally just like everyday people there are lots of people here that do not you know that don't, don't have like income or wealth or anything that are like doing their own catch and release like out of pocket themselves right um in what you're saying there of like just taking that action just going for it 
there's so many of us that would love to do more to like give back and to do something positive yeah exactly positive impact in the world and we'll be like well we can't because of this or I can't because I'll do this when I have money I'll do this when x or I haven't got like the time or I haven't when in reality it's like you could just over a weekend catch and release four cats and that's four cats that are not going to be adding to the like massive colonies of feral cats right like that's huge two cats here uh two cats here in uh in this area if they have if you have two cats uh which are not sterilized in one year it will be 32 cats more like babies wow yeah <laughs> so now we saved some so it's like that's that's <laughs> like yeah, happened, 60, yeah, one, 60 really. cats that could have been added to the colonies of feral cats it's yeah. going very fast like that's a huge yeah. impact we already had that, like, like yeah yeah we already had like that was the case. We had like two big families yeah. here of cats. Uh, we gave them food and drink like from last year uh, because they were so small and it was so hot in the weather. And uh, if I felt very sad, but now when I came to live here again, um, I saw that two of them are pregnant again, so they're going to get more babies. And then I was like, something yeah. needs to stop. <laughs> like yeah, but like you said then before, Kashik, if you'd have waited until the right moment it could be go on and on and on but actually you've just well I'll start now see how I got on really one step at a time and you've like you say you've already done also yeah also what, been able to say so also what's very important what I've learned is that uh, you just ask people because like everyone a lot of people I also have been there like I want to do things mm. alone or I think I can do it alone but mm-hmm. you can't like you need people we need people we need each other we need to help each other it's so important to ask questions like for example in this case i just decided to message some association that we have here in orgiva and they just respond so positively and they're so happy that you want to help as well no so you need people ask questions uh, don't be afraid Absolutely. to do that like just ask it if you think it you have to think it and do it and then if it's wrong what well, it's wrong if it's right yeah perfect lesson yeah or continue. Mm. I would like to finish been, up yeah, on a, a bit of a juicy question because I know there's going to be people, Ooh. people <laughs> wondering. Um, where are you at with love and romance now, Denise? Where, where are you? What are you looking for? What are you hoping for? Are you still single? <laughs> What's going on there? I am. I am still single. I am not looking for a man anymore. <laughs> no, I'm not looking for a man anymore. That time has passed. Like, it will come when it comes. Like, everything in life, be patient. He will come. He's out there somewhere. I just don't know where yet, but he will come. So I have faith now, and I just uh, i am single. I'm happy. I am working on myself. I'm working on my business. I'm working on, on the association with the animals. And, yeah, so love, no. Love for myself, love for my family, my friends, and... Yeah, for all lovely Amazing. people. Amazing. <laughs> oh, Let's support and each what other. Do you, what would you look for? Like, do you think in in a partnership, in a in a in a man, what other sort of priorities for you in time? If I if I would have um, love and partnership, like in a romantic relationship, it has to be like someone that's very supportive, like um they help you like they give you ideas no you can do things together they have to be like uh, sweet like a good energy right. like no dominant things like 
And also very important for me now that I've learned in like spiritual spirituality is like the the they have to have like some female energy Polarity. like they have to be conscious. Mm. Yeah, like I really really need that. Like only not not only the masculine energy which I was looking for before. I don't want a man that has only masculine feminine uh, ma mm. masculine energies. I need a man that also um like loves his own I think that's energies. so I think because it's so important as well because I feel like uh, like as a feminine woman as like a feminine core and I think when you're comfortable in your own polarity which I definitely feel that I am I feel that you are I'm very comfortable in my masculine energy although I do feel mm -hmm. like I'm a feminine woman like yeah, exactly. if you're with yeah. a man that is like not comfortable in his own polarity in that feminine expression of himself number one like you the fact that you're yeah. comfortable in your masculinity is triggering to him and number two like if you're rejecting the mm -hmm. feminine within you you are going to project that onto me as a as, as a feminine woman do you know like i am going to be part of the representation mm -hmm. of your issues with yourself within your own like psyche and and dynamic if you reject your own feminine how are you not going to reject the feminine when it's outside of you as well? And like, that's complicated. Yeah. And I know that men are like, like very much like conditioned to reject their feminine and to reject the feminine, right? It's like from very little, like yeah. that's the girls, don't be a girl. <laughs> like boys don't cry, all of those things. Of course <laughs> men ended up, end up rejecting their, their, their feminine and the feminine but nobody can yeah, yeah. really be like fully in that in that conscious way of life and in um and like grounded in themselves and in their authenticity without like being able to explore the range of their own polarity right yeah i think i've just got kind of linking back to relationships and obviously the the show obviously that's why you initially kind of went on to the show i've got one last question that i would just like to ask so for somebody that is thinking about or about to go on a reality show, what's the one biggest piece of advice that you would give them to, yeah, to, to take away with from, from this? I have been thinking about that. And like, because of course I also made a mistake and my biggest mistake was not to follow my intuition and not to mm -hmm. follow my gut feeling. And this is so important with anything in life. So definitely for uh, if you are going on a reality TV show, don't be so naive as I was. <laughs> don't ignore your gut feelings and your intuition. Trust it and just mm. be authentic because you have to stay true to yourself and you have to follow what your body tells you. Like follow mm, it because yeah. it's always right. Mm. Always. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, thank you. This has been so great. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. That was amazing. Hasn't it? Yeah. So thank you girls i hope that uh by sharing this story i can at least inspire one person to if they're going to do on a on a entrepreneurship like um journey or if they're going to be on a television show or anything else in their lives i hope that that i give them yeah. some good advices to that they can continue if not yeah. we can always speak <laughs> yeah i'm sure there'll be a lot more than yeah. a lot more than one person that you've inspired for sure uh, and where can if people i love have any i love questions? to help more eh? yeah i love to help yeah. more because this i will do voluntarily because i love to empower women yeah Amazing. and men so if there's men as also men also 
if if people did want to kind of contact you, ask you any questions, where can they? Where can people find you? Is it best to contact you on Instagram? What's your? Yeah, I think now because like that's a thing that I didn't really do well, like with the Instagram part. Like a lot of people have messaged me. I have not responded to like eighty five percent of the people, which <laughs> also sent me very lovely messages. But this was just, just because I was not in a good state. But now a lot of those messages. Yeah, I was overwhelmed, so I couldn't do it. I'm very grateful for it. But from now, I, I will use my Instagram again to answer messages. But everything that has been sent before, I cannot because a lot of them are erased. So I cannot uh, answer mm -hmm. any of the old messages anymore. But uh, yeah, so just send me a DM on Instagram and I will try to help you and empower you. Add on to little caveats yeah. to finding Denise on social media. Stay tuned as well for more information about your caption release project right because i think that at some point we'll definitely be getting more yeah. people involved once that's sort of up and running as well if you have a link or if you have something where people can donate do let us know too because we'll also include it on the podcast mm -hmm. and like throw it off in our socials because it's amazing uh and yeah right thank you so much again thank and thank you everyone for listening um mm -hmm. yeah we hope you've enjoyed this episode i'm very yeah. sure you will have i thoroughly thoroughly yeah. have um, thanks for sharing your so, yeah. story thank you so much and, uh, and we'll we'll have you on thank again thank you so much girls. i feel like there's still so much yeah, we'll... Talk. we'll have you on again <laughs> definitely sure. thanks everyone for listening and we shall catch you <laughs> next time bye well ladies that's all the time we have for today's episode thank you so much for tuning in and joining us for some girly talk we hope you had as much fun listening as we did recording. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and leave us a review on your favourite podcast platform. It really helps us to reach more fabulous ladies just like you. And as always, we want to hear from you. You can follow us on Instagram at MessyGirlHour and slide into our DMs with any topic suggestions, feedback or just to say hi. Until next time, keep living your best life. And remember, you are amazing, you are worthy, and you are so loved, especially by us. Goodbye. Bye.